Hello, Galaxy! All of you listening to me right now are appreciated. I'm not at the end of the podcast, though I will say that once again at the tail end of the podcast. I am streaming this live, simulcasting it on my Twitch profile, twitch.tv slash Perillo. That video is going out live to the internet. It will be deleted, though. The only thing that will be saved is what you hear right now, the sound of my voice. But the reason why I'm simulcasting on twitch.tv slash Perillo is for a few reasons. One, I can get dynamic interactivity from the people in chat there, although Twitch has the propensity of locking up at times. Uh, but I've also got Discord chat open. That's open 24-7, even if I'm not live streaming on uh, YouTube or Twitch. You can join the Discord chat room 24-7 by either becoming a sub of mine on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Perillo. You can do that for free if you have an Amazon Prime account connected to your Twitch account. And then after you've become a sub of mine, that's important, you press the button on the page, uh, then you'd be able to connect your Twitch account to your Discord account and then uh, become a member of the Discord chat room, the Chris Perillo Cantina there. Uh, You could also become a patron of mine to become a member of the Discord chat room. Uh, Head over to patreon.com slash chrisperillo. Super easy to do. Uh, The biggest benefit I could possibly give anybody is uh, access to that 24-7 chat room. I have been doing a lot of things today, including getting caught up with podcasts. I skipped a day accidentally. Oops. Uh, but I'm getting back on track. Uh, I've got a few little bits of news that I lightly touched upon uh, during tonight's TLDR broadcast. It's a live broadcast every day at youtube.com slash Lockernome. You should turn on notifications if you haven't. Uh, that's the uh, the daily variety show, Q&A with you and me, AMA, every day, uh, as opposed to a single topic video in the classic Chris Perillo YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Chris Perillo, where I talked about one plus and why I'm probably never going to get one. Not really going to talk about that too much because I, I've, I've talked about that too much already in that video. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I was originally thinking instead of talking about that OnePlus flap, I was going to talk about something that uh, also hit my radar this morning. Uh, apparently some iPhone 8 users are having problems with their iPhones vibrating off the Qi charging pads. This is a bit of a surprise. But what are you going to do? Well, Apple apparently, in its knowledge base, suggests that maybe you should turn off vibrations for alerts, or, or maybe you should use a case. If, if you don't want to run into the issue of your phone resting in the perfect position overnight on a charging plate while you sleep to charge, and then inevitably vibrating off its position. That's its solution. Turn off the feature. Uh, or, you know, cover it up with a case that they'll also sell you. Hey, not only do they have the disease, but they have the cure as well. So, you know, if you were looking for yet another shining example about how Apple just has completely lost any attention to detail, I, I can think of no better example to give you today. I've also updated to iOS 11.1 Beta 2, if only for the new emoji. That, that's what I wanted. I, I didn't want anything else. Uh, they also brought back the uh, multitasking uh, gesture feature where you hard press on the side, the 3D touch on the side uh, to jump into the, the multitasking menu. It's still as fickle as ever, uh, which basically means I'm not going to use it. Hang on. Give me a second. What's going on here? What the F diggity? Uh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, man. One of my uh, Android phones started ringing. Okay. 
Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm going to move on from that close encounter of the digital kind. Hopefully not receive further calls. If I do, I've turned down the sound, so I won't hear anything. That was very strange. Very strange. Got a few questions here in chat. Uh, Chris, I'm in the Twitch chat room on my Mac and watching you on the Twitch app on my iPad. That's awesome. Big sports fan too. ZXR does Twitch asks, do you ever miss being on call for help? This was a question that also came up in uh, TLDR tonight. Or yesterday, actually. And, and my answer is no, not really. Because I have a more intimate relationship with y'all doing it this way. It's far more personable this way versus you seeing me on a television, even if you're watching me on a television. You know that, A, I'm a human being, versus this distant person who's in this remote location that you would, you would never want to communicate with you in real time. And that's something that I, I treasure. I value that. I, that's why I've always liked the, the aspect of doing things live and, and doing things interactively on, uh, on these social platforms. Um, we've got a, another question, uh, from big sports fan too. Liz, what podcast did Chris use and is it free? Well, I, I use the anchor client to publish the podcast. It's the easiest way I've ever found, uh, to, to publish a, a podcast. You know, I, I basically record this audio file. You can even record in the client itself. Uh, you can also use anchor to take call-ins from your listeners. So if you want to call into the show, the podcast, you can, uh, and then I can press a button and then integrate you within uh, the, the podcast when, when I'm using Anchor to, to actually record. Uh, it's easy to use. It's clean. It's cross-platform. It's free. This podcast is obviously free. Uh, but I, I will tell you this. Some of my patrons asked if I could make TLDR a podcast. It's a free live broadcast. You can subscribe on the YouTube channel there and get it, and you can watch it. You can watch it after it's live, etc. But I don't make an audio version of TLDR specifically as a podcast, uh, or at least I hadn't until recently. So if you want TLDR as a podcast, and by the way, what you're listening to is not TLDR, it's Chris Perillo, the podcast. Uh, what the, I thought I muted you. Maybe I didn't. I got to get used to Android, I guess. Where's that? Where's that? Do, do not disturb. Total silence. There we go. I like, it says total silence. That's what I thought I had. No, no. No. Leave me alone. Total silence. Thank you. I need total silence. Total concentration. <laughs> Anybody else watch Kentucky Fried Movie? Am I the only one? Is Big Jim Slade going to bust through the door now? I'm confident. Like 90% of you missed that reference. More than confident. I'm not going to tell you about the popcorn you're eating. News at 11. <laughs> Uh, back to the topic, TLDR is now an audio podcast for patrons, so you can watch it for free on YouTube, or if you want the audio version of TLDR as a podcast, uh, Patreon allows me to give every patron, every active patron, their own RSS feed for audio. So you can get the, uh, the, the very exclusive audio version of TLDR as a podcast if you become a patron of mine on patreon.com slash Chris Perillo. But you don't need to, if you don't want to, if you don't want the audio version of TLDR. Uh, if you just want the video version, you can watch that for free. You can super chat when I'm doing it live, etc. It's completely up to you. Chalk Prez uh, asks in Twitch, Chris, have you ever used a low-end Chromebook? I have the HP G5 Chromebook, 270 bucks, and it's smooth and responsive with an IAPS touchscreen. I'm really digging the direction Google's going. Will the Pixel be your main? Com Will the Pixel Book 
be your main computer. I wouldn't say that the Pixelbook would be the main computer, and I'm kind of filling in the blanks there, chalk prez. Uh, but uh, I, my experience on a very old Chromebook was pretty good. It was solid. It was smooth. It was responsive, even with really nasty graphics and a really nasty screen. The hardware was horrible, but the software experience was rock solid. That's what gives me hope about the Pixelbook. Being even so, I'd imagine it would be even more smooth and even more responsive. Uh, you know, and, and if it is solid, and if I do like, let's say, what you're suggesting, HP may have a good uh, 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 product in the Chromebook line. I may even consider getting one for Diana, because I, I'd just as soon get her a, a Chromebook than a Mac or a, a traditional Windows PC. I just like Google Chrome. Uh, I mean, on I'm sorry, Chrome OS. Google Chrome needs a, a lot of work on iOS and, uh, and Android and the desktop. It's horrific when it comes to responsiveness and scrolling. Horrific. I actually mentioned a, a, a particular uh, a solution that Firefox is now working on, and I did this in tonight's TLDR broadcast. Uh, hit my radar uh, earlier today, and you got to look at this up. You, you, you absolutely do, uh, because it, it sounds like it's very compelling, specifically for the future of... Firefox, uh, and potentially beyond, because Firefox would be open source. Web render. Web render. One word, intercapped. And with web render, they effectively plan on pushing pixels at 60 frames per second and beyond. Uh, effectively toppling uh, uh, traditional models for Firefox. So that has me really excited for performance. That's what we've been missing on the web is, is true 60 frame per second performance. Safari comes close-ish. Google Chrome is definitely not even close. I, I haven't used Google Chrome on a Chrome OS uh, system in a long time, so I'd imagine it, it's gotten better. Hopefully not worse. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I have used a low-end Chromebook, a uh, Chrome OS device, and I'm I'm a fan. Uh, I appreciate that it always receives updates. I appreciate that, that my Pixelbook is going to be able to do, uh, you know, Chrome OS as well as uh, Android apps side-by-side, or floating apps, if you will. Uh, I, I really am very much uh, looking forward to it. Now, he says that the, he's surprised Chromebooks haven't made more of a mainstream impact. They will, and they can, uh, because they've basically taken over the education market. And, and, and I think what needs to happen is that, 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 that manufacturers need to not throw crap onto the system, because I don't think they're doing that with Chromebooks outright. I think they need to make their hardware less crappy, but no, that's not the right way of putting it either. Uh, it needs to look better. I don't like staring at logos. I'm not a fan of, of that, especially when it's slapping me in the face. And I think a lot of those low-cost Chromebooks effectively have that problem. And, and, of course, the manufacturers don't see it as a problem because that's a part of their design. But that, to me, is is, is relatively user-hostile. You know, To me, a product is, is, is awesome and is, is worth owning when it doesn't have to remind you what it is or who made it. That's something that, that, that is an extreme value. It's free advertising for them. I, I, I'm not a fan of that. Never have been. Never will be. A big sports fan, too, asks, Chris, I think you can run iOS on Android. I would be shocked if you could outright. Um, I'm sure it is theoretically possible. We did allude to that maybe happening at, at, at some point in the future. It is more of a speculation or what-if scenario during TLDR tonight, talking about running Android on uh, an iPhone. But I'm not sure if the other way around is, is feasible. Fucho the Clown, and I know that's not how you pronounce your handle. Thank you for, one, subbing to me on Twitch. I appreciate it. You get a little Darth Vader icon. Plus, you can join the uh, Discord chat room. 
says, I just installed the Brave browser. Do you recommend any tweaks or do you just use the out-of-the-box experience? Uh, it definitely needs some tweaking. I've been, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm mentioning it maybe a couple times. I did it in the podcast at length. And then I've also tweeted to uh, one of the people who I guess is responsible for developer engagement. Uh, he says that I need to get back to him at the end of the week. And in the meantime, in the interim, I've been documenting where I think Brave falls short from a software experience standpoint, from a polish experience standpoint. Uh, it's, it's not perfect. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think that you could use what it offers out of the box and have a better experience outright, I think, on average than Chrome. I think they've got a lot of work to do with their design, especially on Mac OS. Uh, the, the Android client is absolutely solid. You're going to run into issues, though, anytime you start messing with the way things are supposed to be on the web. That's my one caveat. You may have to tweak uh, you know, a few things, but effectively, Brave bundles two of the apps that I would want to use or plugins that I'd want to use anyway, which is what I want to do. So as far as I'm concerned, Brave is pretty much a go-to client for me on Android. It will get there, I believe, on iOS. I'm not sure if it's quite there yet. Um, on the desktop, it's definitely not there. But I've been you know, writing down feedback that I hope to pass along to them because I want them to, to certainly improve it. Uh, Skycop70 says, Wow, Twitch works much better on the app on my Apple TV. Oh, really? Neat. I, I guess I didn't realize Twitch had a, an app on the Apple TV. That's cool. I would, I you know, it doesn't surprise me that they they, they have an app, I guess, but um, I I don't I don't watch people game, <laughs> you know, which you know is pretty much what Twitch has been known for. Of course, they have IRL too, which is what I'm doing IRL in real life. Silky Bob asks, Chris, did you ever try a WebOS phone by Palm back in the day? Oh, you didn't even have to tell me it was by Palm. I knew it was by Palm. Uh, maybe other people did not know. Not that I'm bragging of knowing what WebOS was. My personal favorite operating system. You know, I wish it was given its due. I wanted a WebOS tablet. I think they were selling it for like 200 bucks or something back in the day. Never got one, unfortunately. Uh, I really uh, thought that that platform had promise. I wish HP wouldn't have abandoned it the way that it did. It was beautiful. It was elegant. Um, but it's it's sadly just... No more. Uh, you know, it's 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 dilapidated. You know, even if it was still around, uh, you know, I, Tizen was my next hope. Beyond you know Android, of course, that being driven by Samsung originally by Intel as well at this point. But uh, you know, I feel that uh, it, it, we lost a lot when WebOS went away. It it wasn't given its due. It it was just very poor timing. But you know, if WebOS had been five years earlier, man, everybody. And I mean, everybody would be in a different place right now. Everything would be different. That was solid. It was absolutely, it was beautiful. It was elegant. I was beyond it. It was past me at that point. But I really liked what the, what they did, certainly. Never had a chance to try it, though. But at a distance, it would be something that I'd want to try. Dremi1011 has now joined the chat room. Uh, this must be a new Twitch sub, I'd assume. Uh, potentially uh, a patron. We get little announcements when uh, anybody new effectively uh, joins the chat room, and those are the only two ways of, of getting into the Discord chat. So welcome aboard. I'm uh, appreciative that you decided to sub or become a patron or both. You, you don't, it's not just one or, the, uh, one or the other. You can do uh, either or. 
Big Sports Fan 2 says, I mean, Chris, is Google Chrome a good web browser? I mean, yeah, I think it's a good web browser. It, it works. Uh, you know, they're constantly improving it, but performance is horrific. On Android, as well as, uh, at least on Mac OS, it drops frames left and right. And I blame Google for this. I, I don't blame the web developers. I blame Google. They just have not put uh, an emphasis on performance. So I, I don't like using Google Chrome on the desktop. And, and I'm not really a fan of necessarily using Google Chrome on the, on the, on, on the Android e- either. Uh, you know, even with a faster device, you just can't get past the jank. Now, my hope is that I'll, I'll find that documentation for the, the feature I was talking about with, with Firefox that I mentioned earlier and get it to some people that I've now been connected with over uh, who, who work at, on the Pixel team with Android um, you know, to, to see if they can accommodate what Firefox is working on and maybe work in, in conjunction with them on this particular project because whatever they're using right now ain't working. But see, this is what's nice. Now there's competition. I love competition. There hasn't been competition in the frame rate space for the longest time. And now we're going to see that within a year's time, we're going to see some serious competition. I realize I just repeated we're going to see and we'll see. Serious competition with a frame rate. Like, if you can use Firefox and it's far more fluid than Chrome, man, that's night and day. Chrome's got to step up its game. Will they? Don't know. Should they? Absolutely. Did they need to already? Yes, is the answer to that question. So I, I, I you know, I, I guess for me, it's, it's all about having the most fluid experience. The, as, as, beyond that, they're pretty much one and the same. For the most part. Not, not exactly. I like what Google's doing a little more, but I just don't like how it how it works, how it runs. I, I like the uh, I like the focus of of Brave too. Out of all the the alternatives out there, uh, it's it's one that I'd be uh, inclined to try to use on a, a semi regular basis. So you know, I I uh, uh, oh I also have to announce that Xenia Word also just hopped onto the server into the server as uh, Discord wrote. So another Twitch sub has synchronized. That sounds so Tron-esque. You got rezzed. You don't want to get de-rezzed. You want to get rezzed. You rez into the server. Can we say that? Can we use that as a, as a term? Well, I'm going to use it. I don't care if anybody else wants to use it. I'm going to use it. Y'all are on your own with, with your words that you use and you choose to, uh, to throw around. Uh... I know that there are many ways of getting things done, you know, in, in terms of accomplishing tasks. And I'm always looking for something better, always. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really rest on something and, and think that I'm in a good spot. If, if, if I know that there could be something better, I'm willing to pay attention to it, or at least giving it its due. SkyCop70 follows up with that, and SkyCop70 again, a sub. Well, I went for the Pixel 2 XL, but I'm going to wait for a review of the Pixel Book. You'll get both. Well, you'll get your Pixel 2 XL. I'll get mine. And you'll also get your review of a Pixel Book because that's what I'm going to do when it gets here. Can't get here soon enough. I also have on my desk uh, something that I showed off in TLDR earlier. Uh, the Essential Phone has now landed. And I know it's not the perfect device. I know the hardware is, is different from the other Android flag, flagships, but what compels me to try the Essential is specifically in discovering how the software works, uh, you know, what their plans are with software and that, in, that level of integration. That's what's important to me. That's what I want to see. 
that's uh, you know something that they're they're continuing to move the ball forward on. They've I guess got uh, weekly AMA chats on Reddit, and they're talking about pushing out um, you know updates to their software to eliminate some amount of jank in certain uh, apps, which is nice to see. A company recognizing the problem and then moving to fix it in software immediately. They're also talking about uh, doing a public beta of uh, Oreo, which I'd be inclined to install for sure. I mean, it's not a primary device, so I I wouldn't feel bad about uh, putting a beta on it. So the essential phone that I'm going to be, uh, I guess, unboxing or showcasing tomorrow on YouTube.com slash Chris Perillo as a live video. It may no longer be live by the time you hear this podcast unless you're tuned in live to the the recording of the podcast, uh, I expect the essential phone to change over time. So once those patches have rolled out and Oreo is finalized, that's probably when I'd be most comfortable in giving a quote-unquote review of essential. And I think there's a huge factoring in of a value uh, of uh, the the company effectively paying attention to software, much more than, than hardware outright. You know whether they're going to accomplish their goals by doing that. I couldn't tell you. It's not my business model. But to me, software has got to be at the uh, the absolute heart of it. Not everybody agrees with me. I know that. But it's it's just uh, it's a constant battle for me. I, I just don't want to talk about features so much unless those features are are well implemented, because that that to me factors into the overarching experience. It's very much a part of things. Uh, in terms of when that's going to be unboxed, I think about 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Big Sports Fan 2 uh, asked in chat. Hey, use the individual on Twitch asks, uh, 250 to subscribe for the first month and then how much after that? I think it's $5 to sub to me on Twitch or it's free if you have an Amazon Prime account. Yeah, one way or the other. Sagan Jones asks, what's the best way to recover data from a broken hard drive? Oh, dude. Um... Yeah, you're 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 gonna want to you're gonna want to do a little more research on that because there are many ways that hard drives can crash. Uh, there are different possibilities for extracting said data. I've been very blessed uh, to have been able to move past that point in my life. Uh, I, I've maybe only suffered through one or two hard drive issues and was able to uh, effectively recover from both of them. Um, the uh, uh, the only problem I deal with now would be in relation to S, uh, SSDs. I haven't uh, owned a product or wanted to own a product that had a hard drive in it in God knows how long. Just couldn't do it. Pooping out loud wins the uh, unofficial prize of funniest handle of the night. How many chicken nuggets can you eat in one sitting? I can eat none because I am vegan. I have a whole food plant-based lifestyle. I don't want to hurt an animal. I don't need to eat animals or animal products to be healthy. I think that the cruelty uh, that is, uh, uh, I guess, imposed upon animals is completely undue. It's it's against everything that I would stand for. Uh, I'm done with the cognitive dissonance. Uh, I've been doing this for several months now, and I've been fine. No one's ever died of a protein deficiency, and moreover, I get plenty of protein from my uh, my vegetables. Fruits and veggies. They're wonderful things. Tony IFYD, or Tony, I'm just going to say Tony. Uh, any TV shows you've been watching recently, Chris? Well, I've mentioned The Orville recently. I know I've mentioned The Orville. Uh, beyond that, uh, maybe not as much. I, I watch my Frasier reruns, uh, but um, that's that's about it. 
I've even taken to setting up a profile on my TV so that if when I'm watching at night, I turn off all the blue light. Um, just to kind of get, you know, over being doused in blue light. I've even taken to uh, turning on night shift mode on a lot of my devices uh, throughout the day even. So when I'm sitting in front of the devices, I'm not as fatigued as I would be otherwise. Samuel Canada asks, and Samuel, thank you again for subbing to me there. I do appreciate it. Do you miss bacon? Uh, the, I'm, I'm not going to deny it. The flavor is outstanding, but um, I don't miss it enough to violate my ethics or, or that which I believe is better for my body uh, because it wreaks havoc on your body. And one of my concerns, especially as I get older, is my health. It's not just you know what I'm eating. It's like what it's doing to me. And I, I reached that point turning 44 years old that I had to wake up to you know, science. You can't ignore science forever. You can try. But once you realize that science can be your ally and you can adopt that information – uh, in, in, in the data that's been you know played out over and over and over again through meta studies uh, throughout the decades, uh, it, it paints a complete picture. And so I don't miss bacon any more than I miss having extra fat on my body. That has been a struggle my entire adult life, and I'm done with it. I'm done with the ups and downs. So I don't if I have to sacrifice you know putting an animal through absolute hell. Uh, you know, just so I can live longer. Well, I don't really understand if there's a downside to that. If you ever watch a video of what they do to to hogs, what they do to pigs, it's uh, it's devastating. You you want you want to watch a movie? You're asking me what to watch recently. Uh, Earthlings. Yeah, it, that'll uh shake you to your core. And then when you layer on top of that, you know what humans do. You layer on top of that the the actual food science. It starts to paint a more complete picture. Michael Tristan uh, says, Chris, and this is in the Discord chat, uh, my parents are still in their mid-60s and they currently use a 7-year-old Windows 10 PC. Wow. I've been thinking of buying them a Mac Mini. Since it hasn't had a refresh since 2015, should I hold out and wait for it to get refreshed? Well, okay, so I, I'm going to ask you to qualify that. Thank you for setting the stage, but what did they use that PC for? Because there are a lot of options out there beyond a Mac Mini. What do they need it for? What do they use it for primarily? What's their use case? If it's managing photos, you can do that on anything. Is it watching videos? You can do that on anything. Email, do it on anything. Web browsing, do it on anything. What is the Windows PC absolute must need to use? What is the software that is chaining them specifically to that system? Uh, I don't think the Mac Mini is going to get refreshed anytime soon. I could be wrong. I don't have any insight. Um, I haven't seen them move that ball forward very far. I don't think they have many motivations. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, uh, you, propelling the project forward, the, the the product line. I know some people miss it, but I I just don't see it uh, getting that much more traction. We talked about Chrome OS. Depending on what they use it for, what about a Chromebook? Hell of a lot more affordable, I can tell you that. Uh, it's always going to get updates. You can browse the web. You can do photo management. You can do all those things that you normally do. I don't know what they use it for. The problem is, you know, especially when you're talking with someone who's kind of uh, entrenched in a certain way of doing things, um, it, it's it's potentially going to take some retraining. Now, my, my mom did the same kind of thing years ago. She ended up moving... She never really had a Windows PC. She was used to Windows, but ended up using a Mac. And now it's it's 
second nature to her. She can use it. Dad is, my dad is still very much Windows kind of guy. Uh, could he use a Mac? Sure. Is that his preference? No. But I know he uses his iPhone a hell of a lot more than he uses his PC. His iOS device. That's his primary PC. So I guess I need a little more uh, context, Michael, to be able to provide a, a better uh, set of advice, a better, a better, I guess, um, bit of advice. Samuel Canada asks, what's the last HTC phone you tried? HTC phone. Outright HTC? God, what was it? It was the one that had the front-facing speakers. That it was really neat. <laughs> I realized that was it was kind of uh, nebulous. Uh, God, what was it called? It was a recent one in the past few years. Front-facing speakers. Um, but I can't remember what it was called. The HTC something, obviously. Two front-facing speakers, and they were spectacular. Was it the HTC One? It may have been. That 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 may have been it. HTC One may have been it. It, it was. I I like those front-facing speakers a lot. They were solid speakers. I can tell you by memory, they seem to have sounded better than my iPhone Eight Plus speakers have, for sure. And speaking of speakers, I'm going to give your speakers a rest. Uh, we are approaching quickly a half hour mark, and I'd, I'd like to keep the podcast about that long if I can. Uh, but thank you. Uh, for uh, uh, being here with me and listening, however you're listening. Thank you for subscribing to me across all the social channels. Thank you to all of my subs on Twitch. Thank you to all of my patrons on Patreon. Hope to see you in the Discord chat. You can join it. You don't have to interact. You can just watch. You can just hang out. Uh, you know, Sometimes there's more activity than other times. You don't have to turn on notifications, but you know, I'm, I'm definitely keeping an eye on it for sure. Uh, I do appreciate uh, everything that you're able to do for me in this circle of life uh, because this is uh, this is fun to do, and hopefully this was fun for you as well. I love you. I appreciate you. But at this point, I'm going to leave you to your own devices. May the Force be with you.